There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing Episode 5 of Season 5 of Killjoys. Oh my gosh, that was good, I liked it. Oh yeah, really good episode. Yeah, well, we don't have ratings news yet, right? Right. We're doing this actually pretty close to the episode. Yeah. So we'll just jump right in. We have Episode 5, About... A girl, Dutch is determined to get the ship under her control as she invades the Supermax prison fight and battles her way to the top. All right, so that seems pretty accurate, which we don't normally get. Right. (laughs) So I'm laughing a little bit. But that's not even where we start. We get to start in Old Town because we have the lady, two of her minions, and Klein. Walking through Old Town, trying to identify where Pre may have gone since he's woken up and is obviously leading the rebellion. Right. And I love Uh it because, (laughs) yeah, Klein's like, well, maybe you shouldn't have put one of the people that you brainwashed in charge of, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe that was a bad move. And I love it. I love it because she was mad. She was like, are you questioning my motives? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Because obviously you're dumb. Yeah. And he's like, well, why didn't you put out a warrant? Because everybody would respond. She's like, I don't want them to know that we're on to them. Right. Because it well, would honey. drive them underground. Yeah, honey, honey, honey. You have the element of surprise this way. No, you have the element of, I don't know what the hell I'm doing this way. Right. And finds like problems with those emotions, man. Yeah, she doesn't know what to do. Can you imagine if she was hormonal? I mean. Oh, God. <laughs> So Klein's like, all right, listen, we'll find Pre probably at the Royale because he's the true owner and eventually he'll make his way back there. And of course, she's like, I, that doesn't make sense. I don't know what you're talking about, but fine. Oh, honey, it's OK. But as you're sitting there, Klein makes a drink and tells her to sip it. And I'm thinking, ooh, is he giving her the bad guy sugar? Yeah. <laughs> but she smiles. When she drinks it, not realizing it, and Klein's like, ah, there you go. Your body recognizes that beverage, something from your your childhood, and it invoked comfort because you didn't even realize you smiled. And she was mad that yeah. she smiled. Like, What did you do to me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't do anything. I gave you a drink. Chill out. Right. Yeah, I didn't try to poison you. Or right. Give you the stuff that made the green go turn black which would have killed her too bad but he's trying to explain emotions he's like and once you understand what it's meant to be loved you would understand humans and i love it because she's just more mad and just going to be glaring at everybody like rah, 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 rah. right <laughs> it's like, really you're gonna sit there and grumble 
So as this is happening, Klein goes up to talk to the bartender to see if the bartender's seen Pre. And the man's like, no, not for days, but you should go talk to that guy. That was like his best friend. And can you tell your daughter to stop glaring at me? Yeah. Freaking me out. <laughs> and of course, then they focus on the lady who is sitting there glaring at him. And yeah. she's glaring at everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Freaking everyone out. Not just you. Right? <laughs> so... It's like, okay, so we see Garrett sitting by himself, and it's like, all right, is that where he's actually going to go? Is he going to grab him? But he walks past Garrett and whispers quickly, Pre's in trouble, leave now. Right. But he goes and grabs another guy who's alone at the table. And Garrett kind of looks and looks back at the lady, like, not knowing what's what, but it's like, all right, I got to get out of here, obviously. Yeah. Let's hope that he didn't make it too obvious. But I was starting to wonder, because when they were uh, kind of interrogating the other guy <laughs> and the lady kind of says, you're stalling. And I was like, oh crap, she knows about Garrett. Which you think she would know because she changed his memory. Right. But apparently it was just kind of random. The only people she really knew about were the three. Everybody else seemed to be, oh, let's do this. Yeah, just kind of random choices. Yeah. So Klein's like, listen, I'm not stalling. This guy doesn't know anything. She's like, you better find Pre or else Yala will burn along with everyone else. All right, lady, bring it down a notch. <laughs> but it, she wasn't wrong. Klein did an amazing job of stalling her for almost the whole episode. That's true. But of course, at the end, he does track down Garrett and he's like, you need to wake up. No. And I'm assuming he did something to him other than just telling him that but we don't I see he would have to he would have had to but yeah we don't get to see it no unfortunately not and then we get to fly across to another planet that we don't know where it is because yeah. nothing was said no and we see jack and delcea in a forest and jack's attacked by somebody and it looks like the guy's about to kill him when he's like we were just hungry and the guy's all of a sudden like wait we and the guy gets an arrow in the back. So what you get for not paying attention, dude? Yeah. But apparently Jack has been getting some visions, but they don't always seem to work when he's stressed out. It's like, okay, the visions are supposed to show him where the cubes are. Because Delcea is like, we have to get there. There's obviously a reason. So you need to just kind of breathe. Give me your hands. Close your eyes and just breathe. But he's not getting the visions he needs to get right now. But he gets instead. Is he? Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Okay, let me rephrase that. He's not getting the visions Delsea needs him to have right now. Right. What he's getting are visions of Dav, Dutch, and Johnny in the Supermax. And of course, Jack's like, wow, we have to go help them. We have to go back to the quad. And she's like, hello, this is a trap. I invented this thing using loved ones against you, bad bitch 101. <laughs> what a great this line. Yeah. It's like textbook. So the lady is trying to do this because, uh, hello, yeah. she wants you. Yep. We have to stay on mission. That's all, all fine and dandy, except the kid's going to freak out. Yeah. Because Delcea is laying down some hard truth. Like, we can't always live the life that we want in the middle of the apocalypse. And you were born to do a job, and you have to do it. I didn't go through all this crap protecting you for nothing. And suddenly he goes super teenager. Yeah. 
It's like, oh, super cold. It's like, I wish it was you we lost in the green instead. It's like, ouch. Yeah. I think Damn. that was harsh, even for Dulcea. And you know how I felt about her most of the time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So later, they're at like a campfire, which is like, why is the fire green? Exactly. <laughs> which I kept thinking, are we actually in the green? And things are just... Like, they're giving us clues that we're actually in there? Anything's possible. It was so strange, right? Yes, so it wasn't. It was. Everybody noticed the green fire and is like, what the hell does this mean? Yes, I have to apologize. I couldn't live tweet this one. I was sick. Yeah. Oh. So that would have been really good to know what everybody was saying about that. Right. Because I'm like, this is weird. But you see Delcea talking to Dav, and I'm like, okay, so this is in her head, or is this in Jack's head? Something. something. Yeah. <laughs> because Dev's reassuring her that you're doing a good job. It's like, uh. She's like, yeah, I, I don't think he knows what a vegetable is. <laughs> and he's like, he's alive, he's not broken, but you're bruising him. He's not cold like you. You gotta understand. You're helping, you really are helping, but he needs more than just you letting you know having him survive right and he's trying to tell you something so you need to wake up and listen and it's like what she's like you need to wake up and she literally wakes up and finds jack is gone and i'm like okay so it's like her subconscious kind of talking to her as dad yeah (laughs) great she does track him down after screaming for a bit which i i'm like okay aren't there people chasing you yeah well, maybe and they're far enough away that you just ran into tried to kill him so right maybe not yelling yeah no i don't think that was a good idea and uh she does track him down though and she's like listen you asked me what's going on what are we what are we doing and without anila i never had a plan for you before i was full i was fine and now you're here i'm still fine and I won't let anything happen to you, but you're my son. Now, after losing Anila, who is also your mother, which is weird, hard to explain. Yeah. Because I loved it when she tried. You know, when a woman loves another woman and you take an alien host, it's like, wait, what? Yeah. yeah you're going to really confuse them. Yeah. But it doesn't change the fact that I'm here. And I loved it because Jack kind of remembers back to what she had said previously, that queens don't cry. Yeah. Well, this one does now because I'm a little broken. Which was an amazing revelation for her to actually admit to her son. Right. Not something I thought would ever come out of her mouth. No, never. So if you want to go after your dad, we'll do it. And Jack doesn't say anything to her, but he kind of looks off to the side and she's, you know, she's like, what are you looking at? And he's like, the cube. And she's like, what are you talking about? Are you crazy? And he pulls the same thing that she did. Hold my hands. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. And when she opens her eyes, you can see the cube. Now, I'm wondering, because it is kind of like a mirrored cube, if they had had that there and just had the camera at a different angle so we really like couldn't see it. Because if you move it, then you see like the dirt and everything. Right. The way they have the camera angle. But I'm like, I could see them doing that because I don't think it would be that much of a stretch. True. But it was weird. And she's like, what the hell? Where'd that come from? (laughs) 
like, uh, you had to be ready to see it. So I'm just thinking, okay, what if you're like running in the forest and you don't you see just it? Slam into it. Yeah, it's a thunk. <laughs> okay. That was just me and kind of going way off topic all of a well, sudden thinking about that. <laughs> but Jack's like, this is why we needed Dutch's DNA. And he turns around and he's like, we're still going to save my dad, right? And she's like, yeah. And so he touches the DNA to the cube and suddenly it ripples. And I'm thinking, okay, it's going to open. They're going to go in. It's going to be like a cube ship like before right, or something. get them out of there. Right. No. No. Out walks Anila. What? What? I was like, what What just happened? I am so totally confused. Absolutely. So I'm thinking, all right, so there's a cube out in the middle of God knows where. Right. So there had to be some green in there that somehow Anila was able to get out. Right. Absolutely. That had to be the last existing green in the universe because that's where she pulled Dutch out of anyway. So apparently she regained consciousness and was able to get into the green and into that cube ship before the green went black. I mean, obviously, we don't know. We're just right. like yeah, really, <laughs> really pulling out of the air. But I mean, how else? I- yeah. I'm assuming we're going to find out. You would think, but I don't They've know. They've messed with us before. Oh, yes, they have. So that was pretty much everybody who was in our group in, in the Supermax. Yep. So talk about some mind fucks, though. <laughs> Uh, yeah. It's like, okay, now we get to just deal with the Supermax, which was a whole lot of what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> because we have the Blaxion happening. What is that? Well, glad you asked. It's apparently a super awesome fight that happens at the Supermax when the benefactors decide to come and have a private tournament. And they pick the prisoners to duke it out until they have to battle the Crushy champion. Who doesn't fight through this whole thing? So it's like, not even a battle royale. No. Because you just have to keep going person by person. Right. Yeah, and it doesn't seem to be like a whole lot of time down between the fights. No. So, yeah, I can see you being really freaking tired by the time you get to the Crushy champ. Who probably isn't going to have to do much then. No. Whoever wins will have their chance for freedom, but frankly, it's never happened before. So the odds are you aren't getting out. Right. But Dav's pretty confident. He's like, yeah, totally going to get picked because, hello, these Koreshi siblings are going to pick one of me or pick me. One of them's going to pick me. That's what I meant to say. Because I've done fighting before. Right. I totally got this. Except he's looked at and like, oh, no, hard pass. What? Yeah. He was ticked. Oh, yeah. And Dutch is like, this is totally the time to make the move because everyone's watching the tournament. Well, that's all fine and dandy, but how are you going to do this? So they approach Sparlow to try to get some help with manpower, but he doesn't want anything to do with it. He's like, uh, I got a turf war happening with Corin. Plus, hello, if the warden gets a whiff of this, we're all going down. Yeah. It's like. Uh, no, we can totally get the implants out. Yeah, really? Because the last time somebody tried to do that, their head exploded. Oh, and Johnny's like, oh, good what? Idea. what? <laughs> I didn't know about that. And so we have to come up with plan number two. 
So the trio visit the area that's being set up for the fights, and Johnny's like, okay, Nusi, scan the area. Let me see. What do you, what do you see? Yeah. Oh, there's a single frequency jammer in the area. It's like, oh, okay. So so the, it goes dead. The chips go dead. You No outside interference that way. Right. Ah, okay. This could work. But I have to get my hands on one of the chips so I can upload it into the mainframe and bypass all sorts of stuff and do my awesome Johnny stuff, basically. (laughs) It's like, all right. And then I have a plan to get into the warden's office. I totally could do this, guys. Well, yeah, that's pretty great. But how are you getting the chip? Right. This is when things start getting weird. Well, Johnny starts with his plan to basically put a low-level virus into the system via Nusi. And she just sounds different. I'm not digging it right now. Yep. It's still not Lucy yet. Right. (laughs) And the warden comes to him because apparently he's the only hacker in the Supermax. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Really? There's nobody else? You don't have like an IT guy on staff? What is going on? Yeah. Well, they did have an IT guy, but... Nah, not yeah, apparently really. he doesn't even know the system. Yeah, I don't think he knows what the words, the letters IT stand for. Right. <laughs> because even Johnny is like up up in the office like, really? Come on, guy. You don't know how to do this? How much are you getting paid? You should know at least these words I'm saying. And yeah. the guy's like, can't you like make it easy? I'm like, even I'm sitting there going, wow, you suck. You lied on your resume, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. But as this is happening... We have Dav being called in for a private meeting with a crushy royal. And I love it. She's like, I've been waiting so long for somebody like you. So yeah. big, so strong. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Hey, just because I'm a prisoner, I'm not into that weird sex stuff or Normal sex, sex stuff. It's like, really? That, maybe you should rephrase. Yeah. But at that point, I think it's like too far gone. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah. Yeah, I have rights. She's like, I don't want you for any sex stuff. I just want you to kill my brother. It's like, what? What? Yeah, he's the bad one. He wants everyone to starve if he had his way. It's like, all right. Do you believe her is the question. Right. Eh, I don't know how I feel about it. No, you can't trust anybody. If they aren't Team Awesome Force, don't trust any of them. Right. And. Dutch is trying hard to try to get into the fight because she goes and basically starts a fight with one of the contestants. And it makes the crushy guy go, hey, 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 yeah, I think this is good. We'll need her in the fight instead. I thought it was going to be something more like I will teach them to fight and then kind of weasel her way in. Right. But she just kind of direct. And, well, he, she's fighting now. Right. Great. But the first round, she... Viciously bites her opponent's neck and ends up ripping out the chip. <laughs> and yeah, I love that. Everyone's like, that's a foul. We need a rematch. <laughs> and the fighter's like, uh, no, no, we don't. You need to stop this bleeding right? <laughs> or I'm dead. And uh, yeah, I think she can do a little crossover though, maybe for oh, you know, Van Helsing. You got it. <laughs> I mean, they don't really drink the blood, it seems. They wear it more than anything. Yep. But anyway, let's go back to the warden, who's kind of come around, and let's chat, shall we? She makes an agreement with Dutch. If you keep fighting so the prison can actually come out ahead, 
might make these royals think twice before telling me how to run this ship. And Dutch is like, oh, let's see. Okay, Johnny goes free, though. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? Why is she trying to get rid of Johnny? (laughs) I was worried. Yeah. Now, we do find out a little bit later what's up. But, yeah, I mean, the warden's like, don't try anything because you don't want me as an enemy. And Dutch is like, "Uh, I got this. And I'm thinking, uh, famous last words. Yeah. But when it comes to Dutch and fighting, gotta feel like Dutch will find a way. Right. She always has so far. But when she tells Dad her plan, he, even he's like, wait, what? Why? We need him. And she's like, uh, no, because I'm worried about his frame of mind. Because when the lady screwed with everybody, she screwed with me. She screwed with my gravity, my true north and now i don't know how to feel i don't know what to do and he's messed up about it and dad's like this is what you need to tell him right you need to say all of this to him but that doesn't happen no it's like instead okay well we're going to just keep fighting and not say anything but then again they weren't together again to say anything right so yeah she tried to broach the subject with him and johnny just laughed it off and didn't say anything but you could tell that he was upset right but she didn't go into what she said with dab which i think that would have made a difference oh absolutely it would have yeah but the warden of course decides to step in because what does she find out oh that one of the prisoners has lost his chip Right, the one that just happened to have a piece of his neck taken out. Uh, yeah. Oops. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, so you're going to start some crap. Told you not to do that. So what does she do? She puts Johnny in solitary. And it's like, this isn't good. No. And Dev and Dutch are forced to go talk to Sparlow to get his help. It's like, we were doing so well. You knew something was going to happen, right? Oh, absolutely. It's been that way with every plan this season. Right? So they're like, listen, this is how we were going to do this. Johnny can control the chips. We just need him out of there. And he's like, oh, oh, really? He can control the chips, you say? Yeah. Well, I'm going to need some people to help. You know, we need the numbers. And of course, they're like, crap. Fine. Fine, we'll do this. So suddenly, we have another little plan that seems to be hatching because... Dav is with the older crushy, or, well, I can't say older. We don't know which one's older. The crushy sister. To cut a deal with her, too. As long as she makes the warden put Dutch back into the tournament. I'll kill your brother for you. It's like, okay, so you have plans within plans. Yeah. None of it's going to work. Yeah. I'm thinking something's got to work, right? Probably not. And I say this because, again, everything has gone pear-shaped this year. This season, I I don't feel like things are going to go well. No. But Dutch is back in the tournament, and Sparlow holds up his end of the agreement. Great! Johnny's out from solitary, and they make their way to the warden's office. Okay, Johnny's got this. We're going the right way. Except Sparlow's like, here, you need to disable all of this, these people, so we can open the armory. It's like, this is a lot of people. Yeah. This is not going to be quick. I'll just... I'll erase them from the system. It's fine. 
As soon as he said that. Yeah. No, like, this is not uh, going well. Nope, 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 nope. Nope, <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, this is going to be bad. This is going to be bad. Yes, it will. Yeah. And, well, I wasn't wrong. Because Dutch is like getting into the the ring with the crushy champion. It's like, okay. It's like, that dude is really like, tall. Yeah, six foot seven and 300 pounds of all muscle. And, of course, Dutch is suddenly thinking about everything that happened with Johnny just over the years. And I'm like, Dutch, not the time to not have your head in the game. Well, actually, as she stepped in, she didn't have her head in the game. Getting those flashbacks of the good times with Johnny brought her back into the her proper headspace of having that gravity. Because you see her crack her neck and like, okay, I got this. I'm ready. I was thinking it was going to take her out. Like, she's going to be thinking more about Johnny. Yeah. No, I I think it was what got her back from being so So distraught about it. Yeah. She was was fighting for Johnny. Okay. Well, eh, whatever. The delay helped some. Because suddenly the champion is shot in the head. And the killjoys are like, crap, crap, crap. This isn't right. Because Barlow's men take out the guards and... And shoot the warden. Everybody's running. All the other prisoners are disabled before the warden really gets shot at. And they go down. Except it's not working on the ones who have the weapons. Right. Because it's not just Sparlow. No. It's all his people. Yeah. And apparently he teamed up with Corin. Great. We are super screwed. Yeah. And I'm like thinking... All right, so Corin wants them dead. Barlow does still owe them, but he got Johnny out. So technically he's off the hook, right? Right. Plus they got all the guns, so. Right. And I'm just thinking we are so screwed. Yeah, absolutely. They take the crushy male as a prisoner. They have Dav and Dutch come out from where they were kind of hiding. Now, I don't know where the girl went. Right. Maybe she managed to get out, get to her ship at least. Right. But we see Johnny walking, and I'm assuming he's trying to get to Davin Dutch, but he comes across the warden who seems to be wounded. Yeah. So Johnny's got a dilemma. It's like, do I leave her because she didn't really care about us, or do I help her because this wasn't supposed to happen? Right. And at this point, we'll have to wait until next episode (laughs) to find out. Right. Oh, they're killing me. Yes. Uh, it, it's hard to believe, like, when you're watching it, that it it's that hour long and you're yeah. done. It's like, <laughs> oh, crap. It's over? No. So I'm really getting into the season and I'm happy it's picking up. So yeah. we still have several episodes. Yeah, we're halfway through. So I am not the only one who was up and down with this episode, though. No, you weren't. And... Fred gave us some feedback to explain his thoughts on the episode, so let's take a listen. Hello, Steve and John and all listeners. This is Fred from the Netherlands with some feedback for Killjoy's Season 5, Episode 5. The warden brings you to the land of the laundry. Start your shirt, steam your collar. Or is it the other way around? We seem to have encountered a virus that's causing the food dispensers to serve larger portions. Oh no, more slop. What I think was very, very cool in the opening scenes was Delsea with her crossbow. So, so cool. And very reminiscent for me 
for the elves in The Lord of the Rings. So, for instance, Evangeline Lily as the elf warrior Turiel in The Hobbit. So powerful, elegant, and impressive at the same time. I had the same impression feeling with Delce, I hear, and also fitting her royal background. I think it was a nice episode, although it was very, very focused on the story in the prison. And the B storyline with Delcea Kendry and Jack was too small, actually. And of course, you know, I like Delcea, so for me, it's always too small. But it was, in comparison to the major storyline, so small that it, it became more or less distraction from that main storyline. And I even don't want to talk about the story of the lady and client that was even smaller. And concerning sassy, funny moments, there were not so many this time. A nice connection was, of course, give me your hands, quitter. What uh, Delcea says to Jack in the beginning and he says to her at the end of the episode. So that was a nice connection. Unexpected was, of course, Anila coming back. And another unexpected element was that the two main thugs in the prison were working together. The fact that Anila now came out of the cube, which was a big, big surprise, it does bring the story a, a little further, but other elements like on Westerly with Zef didn't bring the story so much further, and we're still in that prison, so they really should get out next episode. Okay, that was all for this time. Greetings, till the next time. Fred from the Netherlands. I've been waiting a long time for someone like you. Someone big. Good stock. Strong. I may be a prisoner, but that does not mean that I'm into weird sex stuff. Or normal sex stuff. I have rights. Uh, trees, no. I, I don't need you for any sex stuff. Okay, because I wasn't going to I just to need you to anymore. kill my brother. Yeah, Fred, I thought Delsea really had quite the ride in this episode, even though it was short, but it really had shown how much she has changed, both physically and emotionally, since season one. It really has. Yeah. <laughs> like, totally different person. And yeah, she did remind me of Terrell from The Hobbit, but I don't really think it took too much away from the main storyline. Yeah, the, the two other stories with the lady and... And Delsey and Jack were, were smaller, not overly long, but I think they're both very important to where we're heading. Right. They're needed. Yeah. And the pod dog agrees. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Anila, hello. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> I mean, you think it's going to move it ahead? I'm still like pumping my brakes like wait how are you here yeah explain this to me <laughs> yes yes explain yeah, uh i bad, i'm hoping two dutches are better than one i'm sorry yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i i'm hoping that we will get all sorts of explanation i do believe that by this next episode they will be out of the prison okay. otherwise i feel like yeah it's going to be too long if they're in there right yeah absolutely Oh, my gosh. We're going to give the lady exactly what she wants, but she's not going to be expecting Anila. No. So Anila, Delsey, and Jack will get Team Awesome Force off that Supermax. Yes. And uh, I think we'll be happy then because we'll be able to progress a little more. Right. Thank you, Fred. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts on the upcoming episode, Fred. As always, thanks again. 
And if anybody else has any questions or comments about the episode, shoot us an email or you can shoot us something like Fred does a recording to sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com or head over to fangirlzone.com and go to our contacts page and you'll be able to find all the ways you can contact us or tweet with us and yada yada blah blah all the stuff that we're on because I never remember everything. And while you're at it, if you can rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you find us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us, tell your friends about the show, especially if they can binge watch it, because it's awesome. And we do hope you're enjoying the podcast. And of course, for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirlass. And I'm Steve. She ruined the one thing that keeps me getting back up again, that keeps me grounded, my gravity. And until next time.